Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Yes, yes, we may be locked inside our houses, but we are using our voices today. We are connecting and learning and loving on each other. I'm Liz Swadek, and welcome to Conversations with Warrior Women. I can't wait for you to meet today's guest. She's a good friend of mine, and she means a lot to me. I know she's going to mean a lot to you. But before we get into that, you know we got to thank our sponsor. And gosh, do we need this more than ever, the Bloom Therapy app. I, I have to tell you, I have been using this. Guys, they have digital therapy. They have guided journaling, emotional analysis to give you a new hyper-personalized digital therapy experience. I have to tell you, you can kind of get like deeper into this and get like some actual therapy going. You can also kind of use it for like a meditation or like a little guided journaling. It really has been keeping me on the straight and narrow. And I would suggest putting this into your little schedule, having some Bloom Therapy app time maybe early in the morning before the kids start their online school stuff or after school, you can do it too. Maybe in the evening when you get them down to bed or put them in front of a movie. Bloom Therapy app, guys, giving it my warrior woman stamp. Okay, remember, you can always find out more about me and this show by going to thewarriormoms.co and clicking on the podcast link. Please leave us a positive review if you like the show also, guys, because it moves us up the rankings and helps us bring you more conversations with warrior women. Remember to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify to keep up to date with uh, the new episodes. If you don't subscribe, you don't know when a new one's coming. So you hit that subscribe button and guess what? It pops. I pop to the top. I pop to the top with my new episodes. All right. I have to tell you guys, yesterday I was a little teary reading all of your comments. I I wrote this article for the Warrior Moms called Panic at the Disco. I posted it on Instagram. I said, you got to check on your fellow extroverts because you know us extroverts, we thrive on love and people. And guess what? We are having a tough time. We're having a tough time right now. So I talked about in my article that it's Despite a great time of fear and panic, I am committed to finding joy. I'm going to spread some joy, not germs. I'm in my house, not spreading my germs, I'm spreading my joy. To that end, I want to tell you two things that are bringing me joy right now. You guys know I love podcasts, obviously, because here I am on a podcast. And that's what's funny about podcasts. Once you listen to one, you want to listen to 10 more you like. So let me give you two more. Okay, really three more. The first one that I love is called Second Life. It's, I learned about this actually from my sister-in-law, Marie, which she's right now double dog dying that I just mentioned her name, Marie, uh, Marie in Iowa. This is because of you. She does these great interviews where it spotlights successful women who've made major career changes. I also love Happier with Gretchen Rubin. She gives you this practical and manageable advice on how to be happier. And that's something right now, dude, we need that right now. And then, you know, I love my talks with Tina. Talks with Tina, Tina Battaglia, a good friend of mine. She covers every subject, but it's her heart and her sweet, cute Southern voice. I can't take her. She's so cute. I want to listen to her all day. So three podcasts to subscribe to. Happier, Second Life, and Talks with Tina. All right, time to get on with the show. Today we have the most amazing guest, Tiffany Smiley. So I met Tiffany and I loved her. It was like love affair. Like I looked into her eyes. I was like, can you be my girl? And she was like, I can't. Her journey as a wife of a wounded veteran a mother, a nurse, an entrepreneur, a caregiver, an advocate, 
a news contributor, teaches us that there is always hope, there is always a reason to persevere, and there's always joy to be found. Her mission is to bring positive and genuine change to people's lives by sharing her journey and encouraging people to uncover true and lasting joy. And you know what? She loves Jesus too. I'm just going to throw that in there right there. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. I need connection. I'm an extrovert, so I am loving this. And I'm so happy that the podcast was scheduled and that we're making it happen because this fills my cup up. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. We cannot let anything go, people. We got to keep our dreams alive and keep our good joy going because this is this is a tough time. So Tiffany, let's talk about you. You're such a go-getter. I mean, your energy is so like, boom, up. Yes. Get it, get it. I just love that about you. Tell me, have you always been like this? Did you just come out of the womb and like just with your arms up, like pumping your arms and fists in the air? Like, what have you always been like this? Tiffany, tell me. From what I hear my mom say is yes, that I've always sort of been that way. I walked by eight months. No. Um, yes. My mom said it was the most bizarre thing because I, I didn't look like I should be walking around. <laughs> you don't worry. About, here's my eight-month-old child that should probably be sitting somewhere. But she just walked in. Well, she said I was standing like I wasn't. But she said by 10 months, you were running. Oh my gosh. So I think I'm just, it's something God gave me. And I, I haven't always understood why he gave it to me. Um, but I've been a go-getter. Um, I climbed fences and rode horses and wanted to play all the sports and do all the things, even, even as a young girl and in kindergarten. So granted, I come from a farm town. So you're talking like small farm town. And I went to a farm town elementary school. And in my kindergarten book, when they ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wrote three things. Number one, I said, I wanted to be a nurse, which I became. Um, Then I said, I want to be an author and I'm going to be on the cover of Time magazine. And how in the world I even knew what that was, I have no idea. Um, So I think just from a young age, I just knew there was a bigger world. There was more out there and I wanted to seize every little bit of it. Oh my gosh. I absolutely, I can just imagine you, by the way, as a young girl, for some reason, I still see that in you. Like you're, you're, I see that young, joyful thing in you. I really do. Okay. So knowing, I mean, I know your story, your story is incredible, but you had your life on a very certain path. You had everything going in this like very perfect, I must say, direction. Yes. And then it all changed. So tell everybody kind of where you were and what happened with, with your cutie pie husband, Scotty. Yes. So you're right. My life was on this great trajectory. I knew immediately after graduating high school what I was going to go do. I was going to go be a nurse. And I loved every minute of that and learning how to care for people. And um, at the time, I was dating my amazing boyfriend, Scotty Smiley, who was at the United States Military Academy. And we got married when we both graduated. I was a nurse with my bachelor's in science and nursing, and he was an army officer. And I always joke that our new last name was Smiley. I mean, it doesn't get any more American dreamish than that. Exactly. <laughs> the Smiley family. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> with a bright, bright future and so much potential ahead of us. Um, and that was until he deployed to Iraq or got orders to deploy to Iraq. 
Um, and he deployed before our one year wedding anniversary. And I just dug, you know, right into work. I worked overtime. I, I did, you know, working as a nurse is a hard job, but I just, I told everyone, I'm like, if you want a day off, ask me, I'll come work. I, I worked weekends. I worked any opportunity that I could get. I just worked, um, at, while he was deployed because I wanted to, you know, it helped keep your mind off of it as well. So all I remember thinking was like, okay, we just got to get Scotty back and then, and then everything will be okay. And it's interesting, you know, thinking of the times that we're in now, um, as a military wife, you live in a lot of, you battle a lot of fear. I will say you wonder if your loved one is, is going to die. That's a real thing. I mean, it's, it's, it was a very, very real thing, a very scary thing. Um, and you know, those moments were so hard and I just, I had no idea what was to come. And, um, on April 6th of 2005, I was awoken out of bed at 3am, which wasn't uncommon because Scotty would call at different times. And, uh, but this time I answered the phone. It wasn't Scotty's voice oh, and it, see- oh, it seemed oh, different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it seemed different and, and I kind of, you know, you're coming out of your sleepy fog and you're trying to make sense. And, and I'm sort of excited because there's still part of me that thinks it's Scotty, but it wasn't. And he said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Tiffany. I'm so sorry. That's all I kept hearing. I'm like, what? And he said, Scotty's come face to face with a suicide car bomb and um, there's shrapnel in both of his eyes. Um, he's bleeding out. Um, you know, we had to revive him. He's lost so much blood. We, we don't even know if he's going to live. He said, I put him on a Black Hawk helicopter. He's headed to another support hospital for immediate surgery. And I can't even tell you if he's going to survive. Oh, and oh, horrific. It was horrific. Actually, I'm going to make a joke right now, but this is not even funny. But the worst part of it all is you're a damn nurse. So you actually know what the hell he's talking about. The dum-dums like me would have some nice dumb uncludeness to what is going on in that moment. But you, unfortunately, nurse, nurse Tiffany, know every word they're saying (laughs) and know exactly what that really means. Yes. Yes. And and it it was a curse almost because... I, I'm like, this is the worst. I actually never, I was working as an emergency room nurse and I was never able to go back into emergency medicine after this experience. Um, so it was just so, you know, he, he started crying. He started sobbing on the phone to me and you're talking, this man is like the strongest. Yes. No, so before all this, let me say, Scotty was like, triathlete, wasn't he? Like he was like a maniac anyway, right? Like, so he's a maniac, strong man, triathlete, nothing's getting him down, disciplined within an inch of his life. Absolutely. For him to start crying on the phone is absolutely terrifying because he is your hero, strong man. Yeah. Terrifying. And, um, but it wasn't Scotty. I didn't talk to Scotty. I didn't see Scotty, talk to Scotty, nothing for, for 10 days. Um, but I say like, this is, you know, this is when my American dream blew up into a million pieces. Everything changed, everything shattered. The world as I knew it was completely different. 
Um, and I resigned from my nursing job. And I met Scotty in Washington, D.C. 10 days later and dedicated my future, our hope, everything to, to making something good of this. Yes. And I, every day I would walk in and speak truth and hope and life. And you know, what's interesting, like in that moment, right? I'm not saying it was easy. It was hard, but I was so committed to the bigger vision and the bigger goal. But what I didn't realize is those steps that I took every day, I, they serve me more now today than I would have ever imagined. Tell me what you mean by that. Just that commitment, that grit, understanding like when you have a dream or you have a business you want to start or you have a trajectory you want to take, like those gritty steps that you're taking every day where you're like, no one sees me, no one hears me. What am I doing? Like it pays off if you can keep your focus on the bigger goal. Right. If you can keep your focus and ahead you on the go, bigger keep going condition. during something that tough, meaning keep like if you can keep going, going keep during going. that, then you can get keep going yes. during almost anything. Hundred percent. The pandemic. Just saying. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I. And so when I speak on this, I get really excited because I'm like, just go, keep going, never ever quit, never ever back down. Like if you have that vision, you have that goal, you keep your eyes there and you keep going. Yes. There's going to be hard times. Yes. There's going to be times like I, and I always say like, you, you might take two steps back, but guess what? The next day you might take two steps forward or you might take a half a step. It's not about the everyday. It's about the bigger picture. And I learned that at a very young age on a really real level. And it has served me well. It It has. has served me well. It has. So your new normal then though, because your American dream was shattered and your new normal became, became, I mean, thank God he survived, but it was not the survival that you were thinking, right? Now he's blind. Completely blind. Completely Completely blind. blind. And you are, guess who's caring and doing everything now, Tiffany? Yes. So tell us about like, how, how, how did you even make that happen? Like what, how did you even do that? I, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> right. But <laughs> I mean, um, but I, you know, I'd resigned from my nursing job. I knew it was going to take everything in me. Um, and once again, how I did it every day is my faith was number one. I remember going, okay, God. So I love you. I believe in you. So we're going to go real life now. Like, is this for real? And, um, I'm going to show up every day and, um, I'm going to keep the hope and I'm going to keep the faith and we're going to, we're going to see if this is real. And, um, that's what gave me the strength to show up every day is that there was, there was more to this. Um, and again, he was down, right? Like Scotty was like, forget it. Like I, I mean, you had, you had talked about, you were really worried about him. He had, he had basically given up. So you were basically just holding the hope for the two of you. Absolutely. I was holding the hope for a lot of people because this was a very, uh, hopeless situation. Very hopeless. Um, Scotty was in a dark, dark place. He, um, I remember we asked him like, can you say a prayer? And he's like, no, I don't know who God is. And I don't really care. I don't think I know him anymore. Mm. Um, And so it was just, it was an opportunity 
to trust when the world was saying, don't trust anything. It was an opportunity to have hope when the world was saying, this is hopeless. And I've always sort of been that way. Like we said, as a little girl, my mom would say, do you want to play with dolls? And I would say, no, I'm going to go climb the fence and ride my horse. Um, so it was an opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to trust, I'm going to have faith and I'm going to have hope. And I'm going to pray for the strength every single day. And when they brought me into the room, the doctor, social worker, um, VA administrators, and they said, your husband has no eyes. Oh, Tiffany. He's complete. He's completely blind. Um, let's start his paperwork um, to retire him from the military. And I said, no, I'm not signing it. I had power of attorney, so I had every authority to sign it. And I said, I'm not signing it. And I'll never forget because the doctor looked very confused and he pushed the paperwork in front of me a little bit further. And he said, your husband has no eyes. There has never been someone to continue service who is blind. Sort of like you're insane, sign the paperwork. And I said, no. So that strength came from having a bigger vision. That strength came from trusting that there was more to this situation than what everyone was feeling. And saying no was changed the trajectory of our future. Yeah. It, it gave Scotty an opportunity to have something to work for. It gave Scotty the opportunity to say, oh, I can make that choice. It gave the power back to him that he didn't have. And was he at this point, like, I mean, obviously he was like, I'm done, but I can't do anything. I can't see. What am I supposed to do? How did you get him like in the mindset of like, what could his future be? Did you kind of try to say, you know, I mean, what, what do you say to somebody who thinks they have no future? Like, how did you speak life into him? What did you say to him? Yes. Well, I would come in his room every day and I would say, you're going to be a speaker someday. You're going to be a teacher. You would make a fantastic teacher and you're going to be an author. You're going to write a book. And he would say, you're crazy. I can't even get up and go to the bath, find the bathroom. (laughs) How in the world am I going to get up in front of an audience and speak? And I would come back the next day. And he said, (laughs) my, you know, my English. Think about Tiffany Smiley. (laughs) Just every day. I'm just going to keep saying it. I don't care what you say back to me. (laughs) Yeah. Then one day he said, my English teacher uh, on my paper wrote is English your second language. He goes, it was that bad. And you think I'm going to write, and you think I'm going to write a book. And I would come back the next day and I would say, you're still a leader. You're going to be a teacher. You know, you're going to be a speaker someday. You're going to write a book. And it really, um, you know, it speaks to the power we have in each other, um, in championing each other. Yeah. I could have come in and spoke something very different to him. And I guarantee you our lives would look very different. And so over time, he began to go, okay, so maybe I can stay in the army. Maybe I'll go to the gym because I have something to work for. And he did. He became became the first blind active duty officer to continue service to our country. Oh, my Um, gosh. He wrote a book. He became a teacher. (laughs) He speaks all over the country. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, It's a powerful message in that. There's no magic pill that we took. There's no secret sauce. 
it truly is your mindset, what you believe in, how you champion others, what your bigger vision is, and then being committed to showing up for that every day. And let me tell you, like some of the days showing up, I was looking haggard. I was feeling haggard. Yeah. I, it was it was hard, but I was still there. Right. I still showed up. And I think it goes for all of us in, in whatever place that we're in, right? And, and what what you're choosing, truly, yes. it, it, it's, it is a choice. And then so after that, I mean, which is so crazy to me because here you are, right? You've You've built this man up. He's now got a career. He's got a life. He's got everything going. You spoke it into him, but of course he took the steps. So we'll give him a little bit of credit. I mean, like a tiny bit. (laughs) Uh, Fine, Scotty. I'll give you a tiny bit of credit. He got himself going. You got him up. You got him going. What happened after that? Because like, okay, now he's going. So like, that was your full-time job. You gave up nursing. You gave up everything. Did you have one of those moments where you were like, Oh, 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 what am, what am I doing? Where, what's my life? Absolutely. You know, I went from being a nurse. I started our speaking business, learned a lot about business, learned a lot about connections and opportunities. And I knew nothing about the speaking world. I'm, I'm a science nerd. So that was incredible. Right. But then here, so then I'll, I'll paint this picture for you. We, he had been promoted multiple times. He had gotten his MBA at Duke, gotten his, his master's, um, had written a book, was speaking all over. We had three beautiful sons who were born all over the country because we were always moving. And from the outside, it looked very perfect. It looked like the American dream is put back together. And this is amazing, right? right. Every, every interview was about Scotty and how amazing and incredible and rightfully so, rightfully so. But inside, I was dying. I, I hit a wall. I, I crumbled. I started to look around and go, who am I? Where am I? How did I get here? Um, and where are the women in my life? I started going like, I'm doing this alone. I was so isolated and so alone in my own head that all I could think about was how horrible I was, how, what an awful mother I was. Um, something's wrong with me. What's wrong with me. And I could not get out of my own head. It literally was like banging my head into a brick wall. Mm. And the most courageous thing, you know, some people say in my story, like so courageous for you not to sign the paperwork. Like, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I probably would have signed it. That's so courageous. And I say, yes, it is. I think we all have those moments in our life. But the most courageous thing that I ever did as a caregiver, as a mother, as a wife, as a business owner, was to raise my hand and say, I need help. Oh, Tiffany, that just brings tears to my eyes. Oh, it's so true. I love that. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Yes, yes. I mean... It was by far the most courageous thing I ever did and the hardest because it was, you know, it's hard for people to understand your journey or to understand your grief or to understand where you are. But once I did that, I started momentum in my life that wasn't going to stop. And though it took a million steps, And it was so much harder to show up for myself personally than it was to show up in that hospital room for Scotty. 
It was so much Isn't harder. That crazy if you think about that. But the, I think yes. that is a lot. A lot of women, Tiffany, and I know you know what I'm talking about because you meet them all over the country. Women are really good at sacrificing for others. But when it comes to raising the hand and saying, I need help for me, or I need this for me, we will do anything not to do it. I will put anything in front of a workout that I need to do. Anything. I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I need to do more laundry. Oh, no, 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 no. The kitchen is a mess. Guess what, girl? You need to go work out. Not just because you need to keep yourself fit and healthy, but because you're going to go bananas. So you need to go work out. The, yes. Is it even that little yes. small thing, right? I just won't even give to myself unless I've done checked 50 other boxes because I just have to be a mean person to myself. Right. Like on the larger level, it is right. very true. It's very true. We, we will yes. put ourselves as far down the list as we possibly can. Yes. And it's, it's not truth. Like we truly are not going to live to our potential if we keep doing that. Um, and that's what I was doing. And, and, you know, I raised my hand and I said, I need help and started reaching out, went to counseling, um, started writing, started journaling, started creating boundaries in my life. And, um, well, you also had some women say some things to you. Like you told me that you had some women say some things like when you started to kind of get a little bit down this road of, let me put myself first a little bit. What kind of reaction were you getting? Yes, it was interesting because, you know, my husband is blind, but I've never used it as an excuse. I I operate very much so from a place where I take all excuses off the table. So I knew very early, like, I will never let this be an excuse for why I can't do something or why Scotty can't do something. Um, It is not an excuse. Like, there is a solution to every problem we face. Um, But it's interesting because on the outside, when I sort of, I, I call it coming out behind the curtain because a lot of people didn't know I was behind the scenes running the business and promoting and creating And you weren't be taking any credit. You were trying to give all credit to him. So you weren't right. being like, I- I'm doing this. Look at me over right. here. Yeah, you were not doing that. <laughs> and managing the kids and managing every move and driving us here and there, you know. But it was interesting when I, I call it coming out from behind the curtain when they're like, oh, oh, this is, oh, Tiffany, Tiffany thinks she has a voice. Um, And I, I I faced a lot of criticism, um, of just sort of like, Oh, how are you going to do it? Like, or what are you doing? Or what's wrong with you? Like, you should be happy. I faced a lot of criticism from different voices. Um, and I let that eat me for a while. Um, but in part of my healing, it was coming back to who I am. Yes. Coming back to that little girl that we talked about in the beginning that could jump fences and said she was going to be on the cover of Time Magazine. Like, who has the audacity to say that? You know, I didn't care. Yeah, Um, that eight-month-old that's like, guess what? I can stand now. Watch it. Yeah. yeah. Watch out, world. So getting back, watch out, world. Getting back to who I am. And and I was told, like, it's selfish and you're doing this wrong and... But I always say, who defines normal? You know, God does not create us to live in boxes. He creates us to be a full, true expression of what he put in us. Mm -hmm. And so what a shame if I was just going to walk around like a robot, robot or walk around like this is what I have to do. This is what I should do. So I continued to battle through that and um, connected with some amazing coaches who helped me along the journey. it's just incredible people. And what I started to realize is 
I don't have um, mentors. I don't have women connectors in my life. I, I was looking around and it was like very sparse, very scarce. Like, yeah, I could call up a business contact for Scotty or I could do all these other things, but like, where are the women? (laughs) Where are the women? And it's truly what motivated me to do more, to speak more, um, to share my story because my story isn't often told. Um, I think, you know, even when I think of um, I was having a conversation with a, a PR guy in New York City, and he asked me, we were talking about the Kobe Bryant um, helicopter crash that happened. Yes. And, you know, everyone's focused on Kobe and Gigi, and rightfully so, right? And I paused, and I, and I said, I can't help but think of his wife. Yeah. Oh, no, I could. That was the first. I have to tell you, I think that was a collective feeling of all women that I knew. All the yes. women were like, yeah. That's a loss, loss of a legend, terrible, losing children's yes. families, awful. I can't think of anything worse. I don't even want to think about it. Right. But when I thought of her, the morning, yes. the next morning, Tiffany, I, I wrote an article about it. I don't know if you saw it, but I literally could not. I thought, oh, she's on the floor. She didn't even make it to the bed. Oh, yeah. She's on the yeah. floor. And we've all, as women, been on yes. the floor. You have yes. been on the floor. I have been on the floor. Those moments where you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I can even go on from here. And then you do. Yes. You do. Yes. And it's, and that's why I told them, I'm like, her journey is going to be so long. Yes. And so hard. But, and, and this is our discussion was, how do we tell that story? Right. How do we make this scene? You know, how do we connect more women, more caregivers, you know, to understand like you're not alone, that we are truly in this together. Um, so as I went on my journey, I, I realized like I need more women in my life. Um, and if, you know, I was hell bent on cultivating it, on finding it, on creating it, whatever I had to do. Um, and it is truly what led me to speaking, to, to writing, um, to sharing publicly, um, to starting my business more than me in connecting yes, women. more than me. We have to talk about more than me. It, I, <laughs> I, I told you when I met you that the concept of this and everything we're talking about, just if you really think about just the words that it's more than me. Yes. Right. I can't, I, it's more, it, it, you're not just going around and speaking and saying, here's my story. And you know what? Nice talking to you. See you guys later. Right. No, you're saying it's more than me. You bring yeah. women with you. You, you have literally brought women, and I can think of one in particular, and you know I love her, Becky, my Becky. <laughs> you bring women up, and that's why I love you, Tiffany. So Aww. tell us about More Than Me. So More Than Me is a platform that I created out of my heart for connecting women, for women to have um, opportunity and for women to have a platform and to make the process, whether you're starting a business or you have a service or you're just needing to reach out and connect with a group of women who are positive and empowering. I wanted to make that process smooth and easy, um, and accessible. And so I created more than me. We have speakers, we have doctors, we have people who are just trying to figure out, um, what they might want to do. We, so I always say it's all levels, all levels, all stages of yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. So you have people who are just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. And then you have people <laughs> Which who, I've been I'm there. an expert. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. 
And then there's people who are like, I'm an expert in my field and I'm going to kind of come alongside. Yes. And it's incredible because partnerships and relationships are being formed and women are helping each other out and encouraging each other, helping their businesses grow. I have a lot of the women speak at my events like you, Liz, you're incredible. You've spoken at the LA event. It's a digital online community, but then it's also in person. And even now, while we're on this break of meeting in person, I love it because this community is already set up virtually to connect. Um, So we host monthly, bi-monthly expert calls um, and community By the way, I got to get in on those calls. I don't know why I'm not on those calls. Why am I not doing all this? Why am I not involved? I need to get you. I'm kind of involved and I'm like with you and I kind of know, but I'm not. I need to get further in. I need to get further in. Okay. We'll get get you in. We'll get you in. And, um, And then also... Um, like this week, Becky and I are hosting a workshop together virtually. Yes, so, which I love. Yeah, what's the workshop? What is it called? And what is what are you what is it? What are you doing? Yes, so it's confidence and marketing workshop, but we are really going to focus on our resilient journeys and um, how we started our businesses, how we persevered through some of the most toughest times to create that space and confidence, um, for us to create businesses that um we can stand on our own two feet as women. I'm always, I'm a big proponent of women making money and um, so is Becky. And so we're coming together to host this workshop. She'll be giving marketing tips and tools that you can take away. She's a genius, by the way. Her marketing tips, I, like that's like a gold mine right there, whatever you, so yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's so great. So you do, do you yeah. do virtual, these virtual things? Like I know we normally do in-person events. I've been to your events and I yes. love them. So are you going to set up more of these? Cause we're kind of in this place right I now. Am. Are we going to do, are you going to have yes. more and how can people, yes. find out? like, I want to know seriously, how can we women kind of get in touch with you, join more than me, you know, find out about these yes. opportunities. Tell me all of that. Yes. So if you're just getting started, if you're an expert, connect, come, come join us. You can go to more than me.com. Um, and there's, you can sign up for our newsletter. You can join our memberships. We have different levels of memberships. We have a whole resource library, which I just love because if there's a certain topic that you need a little more info on or a certain topic that you need to connect with someone on. You can go to our resource library that's sectioned off by topics like starting a business or turning, you know, inspiration into motivation. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on there. Um, goals, goal setting. So you can go to these and click on them, connect with the person, listen to the resource, do the worksheet. Um, So I just love that. So you can, um, there's various members levels depending on what, but each member level has access to the bi-monthly calls, um, Zoom calls. So if you're an expert and you want to join our community to be able to share your services, send me an email. It's tiffany at tiffanysmiley.com or hello at more than me. You can check out our Facebook page, uh, more than me. Our Instagram is more than me movement. Um, and then obviously the website has everything on there that you might need from an expert to a beginner. We have a podcast that will be relaunching here soon, but we have, I believe about 12 episodes on there. Um, so it's the more than me podcast. So lots of fun ways to connect with us. We'll be launching new in-person events once, once it is safe for everyone. Um, and I want to do a virtual event with you. So let's talk about, yeah, let's do it. We'll cook something up together. Cause I think that would be really fun. And I think, you know, I think women right now, especially, you know, not only are we, 
motivators and we're the nurturers and we're, you know, the carers of the home. And right now we're trying to keep sane ourselves so we can keep our kids sane. We can keep our husbands calm. We can keep the world from imploding in front of our eyes. It is really important for us to have these moments with other women where we connect and where we can feel like we are not alone because this is a very lonely time. So I want to make sure that, you know, I would love to do something like that with you and get that going sooner than later. Yes. Yes, let's do it. And that's, that's what this community more than me is all about. Um, that there is, there is power in, in raising your hand and saying, I need help and really seeking it out and really connecting with women. Um, in this community, it's a positive community. It's uplifting community. I always say we don't have time to talk about anyone because we're so busy dreaming up ideas and, and thinking about how we can help each other out or promote each other or encourage each other. It's a real thing. And I know sometimes as women, that's hard to believe. Yes. Um, because I know if I've been in circles where it's been negative or I've been criticized, I know it's out there. Um, but I can't stress enough that this community is truly, it's truly different. I can vouch um, for that. Unique. I can vouch for that. I have unique. been to these events. I've been with you. You are nothing but have you, this is a positive girl gang. I've never had more yeah. women come right up to me, perfect strangers and say, I love what you said. I want to connect with you. What's your email? Let's talk. I have a te- let me text you. I mean, people were just like, <laughs> so amazing. Like word one, I was just like insane. So I can vouch for this amazing community. All right. Yes. Guess what, Tiffany? It's time oh, for the speed round. You. Found time for our speed round, my favorite Woo. part. Okay, give me, I feel like I know what this is going to be, but give me a mantra or quote that you live by. Ooh, together we are more. Yes. That and is- can I say a second one? Yes, do as many um, as you want. Together, <laughs> together we move mountains. I like together we move mountains. I like it. Okay, together we are more and together we move mountains. What about your idea of the perfect lunch? Ooh, the perfect lunch? It could be food or a place or it could be anything. Ooh, I always, I would love to have all my girls together. Like I always picture a big, long table, lots of champagne, lots of <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, good food, just everyone laughing, talking, dreaming, sharing. Um, lots of hope and vision around that table. I think that might be my perfect lunch, Tiffany. Can we have this lunch (laughs) together? I love this. Okay. All right. What makes you feel unstoppable? Oh, you know, what makes me feel unstoppable is sort of what I said in here. Um, because believe me, there's moments even now when I feel like I need to quit or this is too hard. And what makes me unstoppable is when I go back to taking those steps every day into Scotty's hospital room. Oh, yes. And it makes me feel unstoppable. Because you know you made it through that. You can do anything. That's right. Who do you most admire? Mm, I, I mean, I admire my husband, I will say. He's one of the most incredible people. And people always ask, like, okay, he seems so great, but really, what's it like? And I'm say, I always say he is the most positive uh, humble, inspiring people I've ever met. And yes, I'm biased, but I, I, I'm like, we need to check your blood and make sure you're human. I'm not really sure, (laughs) (laughs) but he's inspiring. And I will say secondly is mother Teresa. Um, 
I truly believe she understood her purpose here on earth. And she did it with great, great love. Um, And I love her quote where she says, I can do things you can't do. You can do things I can't do. Together, we can do great things. I love that. I love that. What's exciting you the most right now? Ooh, opportunity. I, um, I get excited about perspective shifts and thinking differently. Um, and so while I've had a lot of speaking engagements cancel, um, and I will say, you know, it's been a couple of days of like, oh gosh, nothing's coming to me. But I love the idea of connecting with people and reaching out and thinking up new things and innovative ways to think or get around a problem. Um, as long as there's opportunity on the horizon, I get excited. And and something that I think is important to say is that we create our own opportunity. Yes. Um, that the power is in our hands. Our circumstances, we can't always handle. Yes. But creating opportunities for ourselves, we can. And so that gives me life and energy and I really get geared up. I had a call this morning or I text a friend. She had posted a quote that I just thought was really awesome. She's like head of the international real estate. And um, I said, I love that quote. And she asked how's, how it was going. And I said, well, you know, I've had speaking engagements canceled. I can't do any more than me in-person events. So yeah, it's okay, but it stinks. And she said, well, I'm hosting these virtual webinars. Like, would you be willing to come on? And then my, I'm like, yes. And so I've just been working with her and talking with her. So I think it's opportunity and creating that for ourselves and really forcing yourself to reach out, reach out to people. But you know what I love about that is that you admitted that, you know, that, that, that it was hard right now, but that you were kind of looking for opportunities. And then she just said, well, what about this opportunity? I yeah. mean, if you, would ne- <laughs> if you had just said, oh, everything's great. You know, I, things are changing, but you know, it's fine. Like, you know, you didn't kind of, just throw it away. You kind of gave her a little insight into how it was going. And so then she could come alongside you. And I think that is a really important thing to, as women to tell the truth, tell the truth. Yes. Raise your hand. Yes. Yes. Raise your hand. Yes. Raise your hand. Okay. Tiffany, I I cannot (laughs) thank you enough for coming on today. I love you. And I love that you, we, I canceled, I want you to know, I canceled every other podcast this week, except yours. Because I said, I need a week to kind of get my head around everything that's going on with online school and like what my family's doing, but I could not cancel you for two reasons. A, you, we need you right now. (laughs) We do. And two, because I just adore you. I I adore you and you motivate me. Oh, I need you. Oh, you're making me cry. I need you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to cry women. We're just going to cry today. It's a cry, cry. It's a cry, cry podcast. And this made my day. This is why I'm saying like, now is not the time to isolate. It truly isn't like as women, we have to find real ways to continue to connect and to lift each other up and to empower each other. Because if anyone's going to save this world, it's going to be women and we have to be on each other's teams um, and, and truly connected to each other, supporting and creating and innovating and, and building each other up. So uh, I need you guys. I need yeah. you guys. Yes. Well, we need you. Well, thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> and we're going to put everything in the show notes, all the ways to get in touch with you. But everybody needs to join more than me. It's the greatest thing in the world. There's li- different levels you can join, but it really is a great support system and makes you feel like you can achieve your goals. 
So thank you for joining me today and be sure to come back next week. We're going to talk to another warrior woman. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. This is Conversations with Warrior Women and I'm Liz Swadek. Until next time, bye everybody. <laughs>